0: There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcast at DubaiEye1038.com. Book News, your latest literary roundup.
1: So we mentioned this on the show last week, but reminding you again, in case you missed the heads up, do you have dreams of being a published author? This is what you need to write down. Pre-registration for the Montegrappa Writing Prize is now open. It's a fantastic opportunity to get a foot in the door of the literary world. Manuscripts will be judged by a top international agent. This competition was launched six years ago at the Emirates Airline Festival of Literature and since then has produced eight published authors. That's quite a number of published authors. Fantastic. And it's not that they've produced one book and then they've disappeared. They are producing novels year upon year upon year. Um, So all you have to do is submit the first 2,000 words of your manuscript and a synopsis of 400 words. I think it's just open for pre-registration at the moment, but I think summertime is the perfect time to hone those manuscripts. Make sure that they're perfect before you submit them. And that is what you will need to submit when the time arrives. 2,000 words of your manuscript and a synopsis of 400 words. So you need to be 21 and older to enter the prize. However, younger writers don't need to despair. There is another round of competitions that you can enter if you're younger than 21 because we are searching for the nation's best young poets and writers you can enter the talim award for poetry if poetry is your strong suit or if you prefer short stories there's also a story writing competition if you want more information about all of these competitions that we are talking about you can go to elfdubai.com Org, and there's a little competitions tab with lots of more, lots of, inf- lots of more information. <laughs> Excellent. Both are held annually by the Emirates Airline Festival of Literature. And the theme for both of those competitions is tomorrow. The deadline 6th of October. So again, summertime is a great time to start working on those story and poem ideas. All you need to be is a full-time student in a UAE school, college or university. And there are categories for ages 11 to 25. Uh, If you're around in July, you're bearing the heat in July, I feel for you. But also there is respite in the form of an event. July 22nd at Tanya's Tea House, the Dubai Literary Salon, will be doing a little writing from 6.30 to 7 and also a reading at 7 o'clock after that as well. So you can bring something that you've already written and you can read something that you write on the night if you're feeling brave as well. The theme is homecoming, but where? So writers are encouraged to bring pieces about expats immigrant or transient life and the meaning of home but as always all prose is welcome so that's happening on the 22nd of July and that's the Dubai Literary Salon which is on Facebook if you want more information about that Have you ever been to those uh, literary salon events? Uh,
0: um, I haven't been to one in Dubai, but I've actually won the one in Abu Dhabi. And uh, it's uh, fantastic literary salons and wonderful to encourage local writers. And I I take my hat off to, I think, uh, uh, the people who organise these groups because it's a lot of hard work to get everybody together. And sometimes people are a bit reluctant, but it's a wonderful forum for local writers. And it's amazing the quality of work that comes out of it.
1: Uh, Well done to Madji. You've texted in the correct answer. Just to remind you, we have a competition running in the first hour of the show today to win a copy of the memoir War Doctor by David Knott. You just need to let us know that Sarajevo is the capital of which country? 4001 with your name and the answer. Uh, The book is, of course, about Dr. David Knott's time with Médecins Sans Frontières and travelling as a surgeon into some of the most dangerous war zones in the world. It's a fantastic book and we'll be talking about it in a few Minutes, uh, so do get those answers in. Well done, uh, Juggie, You have got the correct answer as well. Keep those answers coming in on four double zero one. In the meantime, have you heard of novel tie-ins, Alex?
0: Uh, I guess novel ties to movies or what? Which kind of novel tie-ins?
1: Well, let's see if you recognise this first okay. of all. sounding familiar?
0: Yes it is sounding familiar. Is it? What yes. is it? Uh, it's uh, it's the, the theme to Stranger Things.
1: You are correct. It is of course the theme tune for the hit TV series Stranger Things. Though I'm looking forward to season three which is out next week. I bring it up today because it's part of a bigger conversation about tie-in novels and these are something that I've always kind of seen on the shelf, and I've mm. never actually picked them up. So, four double zero one. If you are a big fan of Thai novels, and this is something that you know a lot about and you really love, but I've never, I've never actually picked one up. I know that yeah. they're a thing. But they're not something that's part of my life. And there's an interesting article that I saw a few weeks ago in The Guardian titled Licence to Fill Out, From Stranger Things to Star Wars, The Tyre Novels Continuing the Story. So there are many novels that continue the story after the credits roll, but how do authors do that? That's the main question that they're asking. And then what are the rules that are laid out by film and TV studios about what you can and you can't plot? Because it's hard enough writing a novel in the first place, but it must be ten times harder doing that with film studios and TV studios breathing down your neck about the characters that they've created. Yeah, it's
0: very interesting this, because actually some writers, I know that I actually quite enjoy it when limitations are put on me because it allows me to really think and I have to try to solve problems and it gives me a, a, a format or a structure, I guess. But it's kind of odd in a way that you take something that's already existing as a, as a TV show and then you fill it out, as they say, you write extra around. But I guess, I guess the tie-ins have got to take it in a different direction. They can't just say exactly what was happening in the in in the in the on that particular episode. But the one thing it also does is it means people still love reading. You know, they still love reading, and they sit even though the show's on and they can watch another show or another thousand shows on Netflix. They would like to choose. They choose to sit down and read a book, and that's a really beautiful thing.
1: Yeah, I agree with you, and I'm going to pick up on the word "odd" there as Mm -hmm. well because I. I found myself thinking, this is odd, you know, why, why would you read something that's already kind of been hashed out on television, you've already been exposed mm. to the story, why do you need it in a different format? And I felt that way until I heard because I'm a big Stranger Things fan, until I heard that there was going to be a novel set in the Stranger Things universe but about Jim Hopper the police chief. Okay. So it's it's set in the same universe but it's away from the fictional town of Hawkins it goes back to the 1970s when he was a cop in New York City. So I think ultimately what they're saying is it has to be an engaging narrative in its own right but if you are a fan of something and you want to know more, that's what these novel tie-ins are for. They're for the people who are already invested in the universe and want to know more about it. So Adam Christopher, who's written this novel titled Darkness on the Edge of Town, has said that- My editor and I work closely with the Netflix team to get everything aligned with the TV show. As with any license work, there are a lot of eyes on it and there are a lot of channels it has to go through for comment and approval. Everything from the way the characters speak to detailed timelines is talked about and confirmed beforehand.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting. Um... I mean, I, I must say that I'm not going to probably race out and get that, uh, but I can understand <laughs> that that people would want to know more about that world. But a lot of the way a lot of these things start, actually, is someone will write a story or even write a film script, and they'll send it into a studio or a reader, and that person will read that and go, "Hold on, this could actually fit into an existing story or an mm-hmm. existing franchise." So I'm, I wonder whether Adam had an idea for a cop, you know, living in where, where did you say New York, and then found out or that 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 would then kind of Fit The strangest Things universe or whether he was actually told or commissioned like, we want you to write a book about this character. And also, it's really interesting choice. Why choose that character in that time zone? So, you know, I guess for fans, if I mean, are you going to go and read the book?
1: actually I, I thought nah I wouldn't but <laughs> I love Jim Hopper that much as a character I actually might there's also another more established tie example and that is an author who has attended the Emirates Airline Festival of Literature before Jenny Colgan so she writes original romance novels mm. but she kind of has this second writing life as JT Colgan because she writes adaptations of existing Doctor Who episodes and wow. also original stories that are set in the world and I found out something very cool there are clearly very strict constraints that she brings up as well but the high highlights for her when she manages to get something that she's written into the accepted Doctor Who universe Mm. and then into the TV show. So as a writer, you're creating these stories that are kind of outlined for you. You've got all these really big, you know, restrictions that you have to adhere to, but then you're watching the TV show and you see something that you have created appear in that. That must be a really satisfying feeling. So, the way the Doctor smells came from her. A pleasant mix of chalk dust, lime and diesel, and that has stayed the same through every regeneration. Well, it's,
0: it's interesting too. It's I mean, it's, it's creating the world, it's feeding back on the world. I guess the most famous example is Game of Thrones, I guess, which, you know, Game of Thrones was a tie-in originally to the book, and then the book stopped and Game of Thrones kept going. So, there's a really interesting thing between literature and between what's created on screen and to create something that then goes on to become a part of the film itself or a part of the series or a part of the myth if you yeah. like or the mythic folklore of Doctor Who that's pretty remarkable.
1: And we've yet to see how much the Game of Thrones final series is going to tie in with the book. I mean, maybe we'll you just he... won't
0: write it maybe, maybe. You just you know maybe <laughs> just put it in a drawer and forget about it really I mean the thing is that it's so hard now because of the TV show in a way has Maybe he can rescue it. It'll be really interesting to see what
1: happens. Maybe this is why it's been so difficult for him and why he's told his fans that if it's not written by August 2020, they can lock him in a room until he finishes it. Somebody
0: mm. will do that too. Somebody
1: will actually do that.
0: <laughs> There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcast at dot 1038com